Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Uncommon Conversations, where we work on creating comfort out of discomfort. Happy Wednesday. I miss getting to chat with you. I truly began to feel a little bit overwhelmed with work, my personal life, traveling, and some other things that it was becoming heavy to carry a full plate. I'm sorry I didn't give you a heads up that I would be taking a two-week mental health break, but I feel so refreshed and excited to chat with you today. I think it was also a little break of me for you as well. But anyways, I hope your morning has been off to a good start and that you have had some yummy breakfast, had had some good coffee or some tea, and overall that you're having a good day so far. And if not, I'm manifesting such a great day, such a productive and focused day, and a great rest of your week for you as well. For those of you who are new, I'm excited that you're here. Since you're new, I want to give you a little bit of context of how I started. This podcast was created out of my own desire to dive deeper into topics and ideas that are typically avoided by people every day. And of course, If this isn't your first episode with us, welcome back. I'm excited to continue the conversations with you too. Last time that we chatted, I had a conversation with a friend of mine about sexuality. I thought it was really realistic and prevalent to talk about this because it was Pride Month. And it was great to have this guest because I felt like the conversation that we had was organic and raw. But I also love the space that I have to be honest as well with my opinions and my experiences with just you. So today, I wanna take a break from sexuality and talk about something that has been on my mind and maybe on your mind as well the past couple of days that has been causing some discomfort. So I thought what better place to dissect the discomfort than on here. But before we begin, let's get my expectations for you out of the way. The reason I share these expectations at the beginning of every episode is because I'm a firm believer that if someone has expectations, we must communicate them. If we do not communicate our expectations, we often run ourselves into disappointment simply because we didn't share our expectations. And I don't want that for us, so let me share what I expect of you. The first one is respect. Please be respectful of this space as many people may come with different goals or intentions. I want this space to be safe for others to grow, to reflect, and to feel. The second one is assume positive intent. Assume that the words, the ideas, and opinions that I share are coming from a genuine heart to build conversation as well as comfort in having these hard conversations. The next one is lean into disagreements with vulnerability and curiosity. I can validate how it's easier said than done, but don't let fear get in the way of you opening up and becoming curious about a topic or from just being vulnerable with yourself. The next one is give yourself space. A lot of these conversations are more present in our lives than you might realize. When listening to this podcast, put yourself in a place where you can think, where you could feel, where you could process. I'm not sure if I recommend listening to this podcast when you're needing to focus like driving or cooking, but I mean, you do you. And then the last one is continue having these conversations with friends, family, people that you trust so that you could foster and influence growth in your life as well. The reason a lot of these topics are hard to have is because we don't have them. 
The more we work on having them, the easier it'll get to process a lot of the things that happen in our life. Vale, chicos, chicas, are you ready? No, well, me neither. But we're going to start anyways. I want to talk about abortion. Yep, it's this topic. I feel like this topic is something that we haven't touched on deeply recently. And what I mean recently, I mean for the past 49 years. Women have had the right to an abortion since January 22nd, 1973. And for 49 years, women had the right to make that decision or the decision that was best for them. It's truthfully disappointing and very sad to hear that that has changed as of June 24th, 2022. It does not matter what I think truly, and I'm not upset about that. And you know why? Because I've never been pregnant, will never be pregnant, nor will I ever have to birth a child. I'm simply just not a woman. I'm a man. And I feel that the point here that is disgusting to me is that women don't have a choice. They don't have a right in a quote-unquote free country. And I hate to think about this, but it's so realistic. God forbid that my daughter were to get raped and she becomes pregnant with her assaulter's baby. It's already difficult enough to process that, you know, your child got raped or that you got raped. Now let's add that you got pregnant from that situation. That is already traumatizing enough. And then finally, the cherry on top is that you don't have a choice on whether or not to continue with the pregnancy. People will say, keep the baby, then give it up for adoption. Well, okay, let's talk about that. Currently, there are over 400,000 children without permanent families. That means in and out of foster care families with a plethora of environments that can be abusive or detrimental to a child's development. And 32% of the kids who are in foster care have to wait on average about three years until they receive a permanent placement with a family. Like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, that statistic makes me so sad in what we do as a country. The amount of kids in foster care are about equivalent to the population of Belize or the Bahamas. Like, this can't be true. This, this can't. Like, am I actually, what I kept telling myself on Friday when this news came out was, is this actually happening? Is this really real? In 49 years, women had the right to an abortion, and now they don't. It is true. It's very true. And it's only going to get worse. What is crazy to me is that the former White House press secretary, um, what's her name? Sarah Huckabee, um, I think her last name is Sanders. Uh, Sarah Huckabee, whatever, Miss Sanders or whatever, shared a famous quote that is blowing up in a social media, in social media the past 48 hours. On, mon- on May 24, 2022, Sanders said, we will make sure that when a kid is in the womb, they're as safe as they are in the classroom. And she said this during her victory speech after winning the Republican nomination in her home state. What what I'm confused, or what what does what do people say in TikToks? What I'm confusion is what what classroom is she talking about? Like when she says, "We will make sure that a kid is as safe in the womb as they are in the classroom." Like what fucking classroom is she talking about? The classrooms in Switzerland. What about the classrooms in Italy? Because I know she ain't talking about the damn ones in the U.S. In 10 years, 10 years, we had 288 school shootings in the United States. We're the top country with school shootings. 
The second country with most school shootings was Mexico. And want to know how many they had? We had 288. Take a guess how many they had. No, not 250. No, not 200. And not even 10. They had eight. Eight. Like, damn, we really said summa cum laude, huh? That's actually embarrassing for us. Like, really, really, really bad. You know, what's more ironic about Sanders' comment on May 24, 2022, is that on that very same day, we lost 19 kids and two teachers in Uvalde, Texas. Yeah. That was the same day, the same day that she was speaking in Arkansas in front of a Republican Party and telling them, you know, how she will ensure and want to make a country where kids are as safe in the womb as they are in the classroom was the same day that 19 kids lost their life in a classroom. So are they really safe in the classroom? They're not. Let's be honest. We are so hyper-focused on removing rights from various people groups to restrict them in having an opinion having a voice, having freedom, then addressing the problems that do affect our country. Listen, I am uncomfortable with this topic. I, I am because I just haven't fully educated myself on this subject. But that's not an excuse. What's also not an excuse is making a decision when it has no effect on you. Most of the people of power in our government are making these these decisions because it does not apply to them. They're privileged. That's what it is. It's privilege coming out in their mind when making these decisions that do have an effect, a negative effect, a very detrimental healthcare effect on other people. If it did affect one of their daughters, they'd probably be all protecting the right of young girls and young women and just women as a whole. But that's not the case. What they fail to think about from a healthcare perspective is that there's actually no way in my opinion, you know, I, I, there's no scholarly article that proves this, but there, in my opinion, there's no way that we are going to be able to stop abortions from happening. What we could protect by allowing women to have a choice in having an abortion and providing resources is safety in women's health. Removing the right for women to be able to, from women being able to receive an abortion is just going to create more suicides or more death in women because they're going to either try to do it themselves or go do it, you know, in the back end. And it's going to restrict, you know, from medical professionals who have experience who are, have practiced, you know, this procedure for many, many years, being able to provide this treatment or in this procedure to other people, to other women. And so I do believe that abortions will still exist. It's just not protected and safe abortions. That is so scary to think that we're going to be seeing maybe a leading cause of death in women, potentially from consumption of certain substances, or uh, I don't even know, just like harmful, harm, harmful things towards themselves just because they are going to try to have an abortion illegally because they still want that choice. They still want to be able to have some sort of freedom and control of their own body. And that's really sad that like maybe there could be, you know, there there are those relationships. They do exist where maybe a boyfriend or a husband 
you know, has had sex with their their girlfriend or their wife and did not want to get them pregnant. But, hey, that is the risk you run when you do such things. And they asked them to go find an abortion. And because they were unsuccessful, they, they murdered them. Like, we're going to see such a target around women and their lives and their safety and their health. And this is just not okay in no damn way in no damn world is this okay and there are states who are creating blocks for these types of trigger laws to protect the rights of people i know california has announced that it will remain legal to obtain an abortion in the state and i truthfully you know i was thinking you know what are things that we could do how can we help people what what is in our control regarding this topic and the only thing that could come to mind is with our voice and our advocacy and our power, we together can continue to voice what matters for us. Let's not forget that we do choose the people that we put in power. Not necessarily the, the justices in the Supreme Court, but we elect the president that does place those justices in that position of power, in that seat in the Supreme Court. So ultimately, we do, at the end of the day, have the power to control who we put in that position of power. We have that power to vote. And it is extremely, extremely important that we do vote. A lot of us, especially young adults that do have that power between the ages of 18 and 24, do forget to vote. There's actually a study that says about 36% of 18 to 24-year-olds forget to vote. That is a big amount of people in the U.S. And this is exactly a perfect situation on why we should be voting. You want to be heard? Go vote. You want to invoke change? Go vote. You want to be an advocate and support others in situations like this where people's rights are being removed? Go vote. My heart hurts regarding this topic because I don't know what it's like to have to make this decision and I will never understand. But I want to stand in solidarity and in support to those who do have to make that decision or might have to make that decision in the future who do go through this and who are hurting because of this overturn and how it may affect them in their life. I'm sorry that this is happening, but I pray that with us working together that we soon will return to being in favor of women in the United States having the fundamental right to choose whether to have an abortion or not. So with that being said, thank you for listening to this week's episode. It for sure was a hard one to talk about, um, especially for myself that is uncomfortable with this topic because I've simply not educated myself. I think I was negligent for many, many years when, you know, we didn't have this situation with an overturn of Roe versus Wade happen. I just, again, my privilege got the best of me and because it didn't affect me and there was nothing that I needed to do to necessarily support, I just never took the time to educate myself. And now that something is happening, I'm doing my best to jump in and learn more and find ways that I could step in and use my voice, use my hands, use my actions to really support one another and support women in this fight. It needs to be talked about more, even if we're uncomfortable by it. And even if you disagree, that's okay. I'm thankful that you were open to listening to this whole episode from start to finish. That is it for this week. Um, so I'll be updating the cadence due to my bandwidth, uh, to every other week. So two episodes a month versus four episodes every month. I know a little sad. I'm hoping that when 
my plate becomes a little less full that we would go back to this regular cadence of four every month, once every week. But for right now, this is, I think, what's best for me and my mental health. So thank you so much for being patient and still sticking with the, the podcast. The next episode will be available Wednesday, July 13th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So stay tuned for what we will talk about then. It might be anything culture-related, religion-related, friendships, life, other crazy political things, or just another conversation with a friend. Who knows? I really want to be a little bit more spontaneous with the topics, uh, kind of drifting away from the series because I felt like that created boundaries and limitations of what I could talk about. And ironically, I'm the owner of the podcast, so I didn't know why I had to create those boundaries for myself and not just break them earlier. But if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or would just like to say hello, DM me on Instagram. Truthfully, I do check that even if I don't get to regularly post anymore. I do check those DMs. So if you do want to have a conversation with me and jump on, uh, let me know. And I'd be happy to send you a link and we'd get it planned and scheduled. And next episode, you and I can have a conversation about anything that you want to talk about. So follow us on Instagram and share our page with more people so that we can invite others to this space where you could really foster safety and just open-ended conversations. Um, Our Instagram is underscore uncommon conversations, and I'd be happy to stay connected there. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening today. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Stay safe, love others, and I hope you join me in two weeks for another episode of Uncommon Conversations, where we work together to create comfort out of discomfort. Take care, everyone. (music) Thank you.